Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yo! Welcome in to the House of L podcast. I'm Lawrence Holmes. Thank you for hanging out, being a part of this episode. I, I really appreciate you listening to this episode. I've been thinking about doing something to honor my friend, and he was top of mind today. I was like, you know what? Like, you've been waiting to do this just do it house of l is the perfect place to do something like this i've i've made mention of him before on the score and i've talked a little bit about him but i wanted to i wanted to talk to you about <laughs> this individual and how you really do need to listen to people like open yourself up to the idea of hearing someone's story because you never know where it might lead. Like I love this. As someone who spends his life doing storytelling and spending a lot of that time, whether it's you know written word, spoken word, or you, you see me on TV telling stories in sports, it's always weird when stuff happens to you and you're like Wait, what just happened? So I'm going to get into this. Is, is and, and I wanted to tell you about Jaime Rockman. This dude. Okay, so I work out at the Ratner Center at the University of Chicago. It's down the street from my house. I've been working since I, I lived in either Woodlawn or Hyde Park. It has been my primary gym like we have a great gym at the score in Prudential and sometimes I work out there but uh, I, I w mostly over the last decade have worked out at the Ratner Center I really like it I like the relationship that I've built with some of the people at the University of Chicago some of the coaches there are really really great and I get an opportunity to see them there used to be this guy there older guy in his 80s and I'd see him every day, and I'd see him on the treadmill, and he was always doing, like, incline walking on the treadmill. And he was crushing it. Like, he wasn't like just going slow. I mean, you have to be careful. He was in his 80s. But he, he would go in there, and he'd, he'd work really hard. And he'd see me, and when he would see me, he messed with me, and he messed with a lot of people that were there at the gym. And he bothers. And I was thinking about him today because I was on the elliptical, and I was doing intervals. And part of the reason that I really like doing intervals 
is because Jaime told me that it was better for my heart. He used to see me like struggling um, on the elliptical and he'd be like, you've been on the elliptical as long as I've been on the treadmill. Why are you still doing it at that like high of a level? And I was like, what do you mean? Like he would literally just roll up like to me because, you know, when you're an old person. It don't matter. You can do what you want. And he'd like just be on the side of me while I'm on the elliptical. And he's like, that's too high. He's like, you've got to bring your heart rate back down and then bring it up again. Like that's better heart health. And then I'm like, okay, old guy, I, I will take your advice. So I started laughing today when I was doing my intervals because I was thinking about him. I figured that he was a doctor because usually that's what that's what you're running. If someone's going to offer you like medical advice and you're at a teaching hospital of, of world-renowned like the University of Chicago, it's probably a good bet that the person works in the medical field, whether they're a doctor or a researcher or any of that stuff. But this dude used to crack me up. He would tell me stories. He would all, like you talk about having your balls busted. He would always be like, you're not doing enough. Like you need to keep working out. Like, you know, the type of stuff that ends up, especially men, like bonding men. And then, you know, we finish a workout. And a lot of times, like, I'm I'm in a hurry. You know, like you're trying to get your workout in before you go to work or something like that. But I would I would sit with Jaime sometimes, like after workouts, and he would just kind of talk to me about all sorts of stuff. And he was so curious. Like he he wanted to know what I did. He thought it was weird that I would occasionally get, for lack of a better term, recognized in the gym. And he's like, basically, he was like, who are you? As a guy, you know, I'm on TV. I do a radio show, blah, 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 blah. Not a big deal. So I would look forward to seeing this guy every single day at the gym. And it's so funny, like, when you have some of these interactions you know, this guy's old enough to be my father for sure. And I guess technically back then, like, he's old enough to be my my grandpa. Like, I'm thinking about it now because he passed away at 88. So, yeah, he's probably old enough to have been my grandfather when we first met. And I just really enjoyed, like, the time with him. And I enjoyed that I made this connection. I remember... In 2020, him doing a straw poll for the mayoral election, or 2019, for the mayoral election, because we're all neighbors with Tony Preckwinkle. And so we were like, should we vote for our neighbor or, you know. So he predicted how the mayoral race was going to go from the straw poll that he did in the gym at the Ratner Center. Just a really incredible, incredible dude with a lot of insight and so interesting and so curious. And I got curious about him. You know, he's always talking about his lovely wife, Hazel, and and how, you know, he was going to finish his workout and then he was going to go see Hazel. I remember this one time. 
he had said to me, he said, so what's all this stuff about? He had to go get an emissions test. He had to go take his little Honda for an emissions test. And he goes, well, where can I go in the city? And it used to be, remember they used to have the emissions site over by DePaul, like off of Webster and the expressway. And, and he's like, well, is there anything closer? I said, yeah, you know, you can get in and out. There's a couple places in the suburbs, in the south suburbs, that make it really easy and get in and out. And he's like, I'm not getting on the expressway. I was like, you know what, Jaime, that's probably a good idea that you don't get on the expressway. So I, I was, like, working with them, and we were trying to figure it out, and it was just great. Like, it was just one of those things where you're you're really getting an opportunity to see how someone who's different than you moves and acts and um i don't know if you can tell i have like a huge smile on my face as i'm talking about this because i really adored this man and he he made my day better every time that i saw him and it was the same way people at the front desk everyone knew this guy and i remember one of my buddies ran the gym and i was like who is that dude like, before we really got to know each other, I was like, who is that dude? He's like, oh, he's a, he's Professor Emeritus. He used to be a doctor here and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I found out something about Jaime that absolutely blew my mind. I'll tell you about it next. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So as I was saying earlier, Jaime used to ask me about what it is that I did. And he was one of the only people where a lot of times, like, cause, cause I know that he doesn't, he didn't care about like American sports or anything like that. So it was fun to talk to him about what it is that I do in that context. And at the time I was finishing up, my master's degree at Alabama and I was talking to him about whether or not I should go get a PhD, something that I'm still thinking about as we sit here five years later. And he told me that after, you know, me telling him what I do for a living, he's like, you don't, he's like, you want to teach, right? I said, yeah. He's like, you, he's like, you can teach what you know already. He's like, why would you, He's like, don't go back to school to go get your PhD. So you're already an expert in what it is that you do. Teach what you do. It's part of the reason that I often refer to myself as a scholar practitioner instead of just, you know, adjunct professor. So we would have conversations about that too. And he's like, it's just not worth it. He's like, he's like it's not worth your time. And I thought it was really cool advice. And my parents, by the way, they would love it if I had those three letters next to my name. 
I do think about that. But Jaime used to like, sell it to me straight, man. He's like, look, you already know what you're doing. You already know how to teach. Teach what you did, and that's all that you need. So then, of course, I asked him about being a doctor and all of the clinical studies that he did at the University of Chicago, and he had worked at La Robita before it was La Robita. The more I talked to him, the more I was like, this is a, like a real dude. <laughs> like, And I'm shocked that he is sitting here just talking to me. Like, this is a real guy. So I told him I was doing a project, and at the time I, I was discussing how you know I really like talking to people about what it is they do, and I had had these plans to interview my parents. And if you go all the way back into 2020 in our archives here at House of L, you can hear the interviews. I did separate interviews, one with my mom, one with my dad. And... I said, you know, maybe one day I'll put together a book of some of the more interesting things. And we were kind of laughing about that. And and I said, you know a lot. Like, have you ever been in a book? Like, have you, you know, because I'm guessing, and I'm sitting there in my mind going, medical journals, that sort of thing. And, yeah, he's in a bunch of those because he was a real guy. And he blew my mind. He said, yeah, I, I, was, I was in a book. And I said, oh, that's cool. And then he kind of changed the subject. And I'm like, Jaime, what book were you in? Like, can I, I, I would love to read about it. Jaime used to tell me these stories about England. And he had this accent. And it wasn't quite English. And he would tell me about living in England in the 70s, and I was always fascinated about that. But I knew he was from South Africa. And whenever the topic of South Africa would come up, and I asked him, I said, yay, would you ever, would you ever go back to South Africa? And he would tell me, he's like, South Africa is so beautiful. It's such a beautiful place, and I haven't been back there in a really long time since, you know, the, the 60s, since the late 50s, early 60s. And, I, and, you know, being naive, I'm like, you should go back there. You should go back. And he kind of sadly said to me, all the people that I knew back then aren't with us anymore. And he kind of shut down. And so I left left the conversation there. I'm like, oh, you know, here I am bumming out this, this old man about where he grew up. So the next day, Jaime comes back. And he said, hey, I wanted to answer your question <laughs> that you asked me yesterday. I said, oh, we don't have to talk about it, man. Like, I get it. You know, you built a life here and all this stuff. And he goes, well, so here's the thing. I am in a book. And I said, oh, cool. And I said, well, what book? And he's like, Nelson Mandela's autobiography. Yeah. I'm sitting there in the middle of the gym after a workout, holding on to my earbuds, like in disbelief. 
So after I like calmed down, I said, um, okay. I said, I, I read Nelson Mandela's autobiography, Long Walk to Freedom. He said, yeah, you know the part where Mandela's talking about the doctor whose house he stayed at when the police were looking for him? That was my house. And again, sitting there with nothing to say to this dude. So he hands me, it's the thumbnail of of this episode. He hands me a folded up picture with a story that looks like it was like photocopied out of a textbook. And it's a picture of him when he was really, really young. And it says, in 1952, the ANC and South African Indian Congress launched a defiance campaign in which large numbers of volunteers deliberately courted arrest by disobeying minor apartheid regulations. They hoped to bring major changes in government policy relating to apartheid regulations and political repression. Harsh punishment was meted out for such defiance, effectively ending the campaign during which 8,326 people were arrested. He is in the middle of this picture. He is the person being arrested. So now I've got questions. I have myriad questions about this. I said, okay, you grew up in South Africa during apartheid. You were clearly against apartheid. How? What happened? What changed you? Because they're, how, how does that work? And he was saying how in South Africa when he grew up, the only time that black people and white people and colored people, mixed people, in American jargon, would interact were on mountain trails. That the mountain trails were so narrow that even though you weren't supposed to interact with each other, you had to to get by each other on the mountain trails. I said, okay. When he became a doctor, he had gone to a conference where the doctors were segregated. And he said he hated that. So he went and sat with the black doctors. And he was punished for it. In the picture of him being arrested, it's just like, like the whole thing is amazing. Amazing. Oh, by the way, I'll get back to the picture in a second. This is from Mandela's book. Okay? Quote, I stayed at a doctor's house in Johannesburg, sleeping in the servants' quarters at night and working in the doctor's study during the day. When anyone came to the house during the day, I would dash out the backyard and pretend to be the gardener. Close quote. It's Nelson Mandela. So, Jaime was arrested and basically 
He was exiled. He and his wife, Hazel, left. She was a journalist, or she is a journalist. Um, They left South Africa. Their passports were revoked. And they raised their family in Leeds, England. And then he came to America. So then he kind of told me, he's like, that's, that's part of the reason that I won't go back. Because even with apartheid being over, you know, South Africa has still a lot of problems like most countries do. But theirs run generationally deep. And even though when we would talk about him going back, he, he said that he's happy that apartheid is over. But he felt so disjointed and far away from being South African. It was almost, when we talked about it, there was almost like a level of shame and anger. Like, think about that. You've been spending time fighting for what's right. And your country exiled you for that. And so he kind of found his his life in both England and in Chicago. And so I I've been sitting there <laughs> whenever I would talk to him about this stuff, because we'd have a couple of conversations like here and there. He didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to bother him with it all the time because mostly it was just him busting my balls about how I wasn't doing workouts right. But to to know that, here was this dude who everyone liked, that he talked to anyone and everyone at the gym. And I wonder how many people know his story. So then we get to 2020. And obviously, COVID has changed all of us and still, I think, is changing us. I don't know if any of us have recovered. Those of us who survived the virus, I don't know if any of us have fully recovered from our experience with it. One of the things that makes me really sad is once things got bad, They were closing gyms and whatnot. So I didn't get a chance to, that was part of like my daily routine is that I would, I'd see Jaime at the gym. He later died. He died in October of 2020. And I don't know what the cause is, but you know, he was 88 and, and before we had a vaccine, I mean, this guy was in great health for 88. Before we had a vaccine, it's. I'm sure that it played a role in it. And I, I missed him. And I, I thought about him today. And I've, I've been sitting here 
thinking about a way I really just want people to like know his story. Like this this guy was just walking around Hyde Park. Him and his wife, Hazel, they were just they were like legit freedom fighters. They knew and helped Mandela. And he's just walking around. He have his little uh he had gotten like a, a blood test. And uh he had, you know, older guys. So older people, you see them, they're bruised up and, and he <laughs> he threw his fist up because I was asking about his bandage. And I was like, what are you doing here? Like you should be resting. He's like, I'll fight you right now. Like <laughs> He he throw his hands up and stuff, and he's just a really, really wonderful dude. So I wanted to share his story. And uh, if you know anyone in his family, and, and you want to share this with them, they probably know. But if you want to share this with them, and sometimes, like, old people, man, you... You stumble across history. But he was a really, really awesome dude. And I'm really glad to know him. He will be missed, like absolutely missed. Did a lot of good in the world. Superheroes walk amongst us, y'all. And if you if you had ever seen Hyman Rockman, you'd be like, not a superhero. Total superhero. So I wanted you to know him, and I wanted you to know that I miss him. And I appreciate you listening to the episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.